Welcome to the State of the NL West podcast. This is the freeway entrance. I'm Dusty Baker. And for the last week, Derek Johnson will not be merging along with me here. He will be returning next week, hopefully. He's currently trying to fly back from Germany. He's had several flights canceled, delayed. So uh, thoughts and prayers to Derek right now, because that is not a fun thing to deal with, especially when you are across the pond. Hopefully he will be back here, though, to be able to do this State of the NL West podcast as we head into the All-Star break. And speaking of the All-Star break, it's coming up pretty quickly. The voting starting to get decided here. You have guys like Mookie Betts. You have guys like Manny Machado, and they look like they're going to be getting either at least a starting role or a backup role at some point on this roster. Um, we're going to go further into details next week as far as where the NL West stands in the All-Star game, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing that with my partner, Derek Johnson, as well. Right now, though, with the fielder's choice, I got to tell you, I I just finished watching Stranger Things, and I'm not going to give away any spoilers whatsoever, but it was pretty amazing. And so one thing I have to do anytime I watch a TV show is I have to compare players to Stranger Things characters, for example. And so that's what I'm going to do right now with the LA Dodgers specifically, because I feel like they match up pretty well with some of the characters on this show. And once again, no spoilers at this time. Uh, I'm going to stick with the main characters here. So you start with L, and that's got to be like Mookie Betts. Okay, Mookie Betts is the leader in the Dodgers roster. He's kind of the face, and when he's out on the field, the Dodgers are at their best as well. Mike is more of an offensive leader, and so that's kind of where I see Justin Turner. That's the role he's had with this team for a long time. Then you have Dustin, whose brain is all over the place, and there's only one Dodger that really comes to mind there, and that's Cody Bellinger. His offensive number's all over the place. He mentally is all over the place too, uh, but still an entertaining character nonetheless. You have Will, and uh, it's tough because this would not have been my answer probably a week and a half ago, but Will and Freddie Freeman go hand in hand. We're going to go more to Freddie Freeman in just a second, but uh, the two like to cry an awful lot. And then you have Lucas, who I think is very underrated in the show. Uh, He has a pretty major part late in the last episode. And so because of that part, once you watch it, you'll understand what I mean. He's underrated and he wins some fights here and there. And uh, Chris Taylor does that an awful lot. That's a good combo. Uh, For Max, it's got to be Max Muncy. Uh, I don't really have to define too much here. They both have like the same personality. They have the same name. It's pretty easy down that road. I have Steve being Gavin Lux. Uh, Gavin Lux kind of maybe not the most liked Dodger initially, but uh, he's starting to make the fan base really like him a lot more now, and I think that that's going to continue moving forward. Nancy's Walker Bueller, the two are just BAs. They are really tough, tough, nose the grindstone uh, individuals really like that comparison right there. And then Hopper oversees everything, and that's Clayton Kershaw. Uh, Joyce is Trey Turner just because this is a good uh, kind of more of a low-key, little quieter for the most part, uh, but makes the presence known as well. And then Murray, just the most entertaining character, I think, of the entire show, has got to be Hans or Alberto. So that's my little lineup right there. Uh, if you're listening and you want one for the Giants, Padres, Rockies, or Diamondbacks, I will be glad to do that for you because I feel like any team can compare to the greatest show that is Stranger Things. So with that, we go now to our surveying the lead, the high tie headlines here 
And it all starts with the LA Dodgers. Uh, Mookie Betts looks like he will be returning the L of the team. Uh, he will be playing second base though, when he returns initially, at least that's the report right now. Um, as far as what's been going on over the last week, Freddie Freeman has been the controversy across baseball. Uh, he of course firing Excel with Casey close being his main man revealing or not revealing. That's the question right now. It sounds like he didn't reveal any details as far as the Braves final offer. And so that has been a huge distraction across the board for the Dodgers. Meanwhile, Jake Lamb has come up. Daniel Hudson, season comes to a close. He's torn his ACL, and Andrew Heaney is back on the injured list. As for the San Diego Padres, not a ton in the department of headlines. They have Fernando Tatis Jr. still healing, and it sounds similar to what they're doing with Mookie Betts here, moving him to second. It's going to be the opposite for Tatis. They look like they may be moving him to the outfield, most likely center field, and that makes some sense, especially because of the struggles that you've seen from guys like Trent Grisham. It's been really difficult. I'm still going to push forward, though, and say that Esteuri Ruiz needs an opportunity because this kid has just been tearing it up in the minor leagues. He continues to steal base after base right now. He's 53 on the docket at the day of recording. So I, I think the Padres are going to eventually give him the call, but when he obviously is either called up or Tatis comes back, there may be a better man in center field than what they currently have. For the San Francisco Giants, two kind of difficult moves at this moment. They have had to send Anthony DiSclefani back to the 15-day aisle. He just can't seem to stay healthy whatsoever. As for Brandon Crawford, he also is headed to the IL for 10 days. So for the Giants, not the best news from the health department. Moving on to the Rockies, tough news out of Colorado. Antonio Senzatella left his start this week with tightness. Looks like he may be headed to the IL. His quote was not pretty either. They said that it seems to be rather serious and he's never had a feeling like this before. That is not good news for a starting pitcher. One thing that is good news for the Colorado Rockies, that is Chris Bryant has returned finally. It seems like this was never, ever going to happen. Finally, he's found his way back to the MLB. We'll see how long he can actually last with the Colorado Rockies before getting injured yet again, but uh, let's hope that that's not the case. He's still searching for his first home run, by the way, in a ballpark where the ball absolutely flies. So just not the year that Chris Bryant had envisioned, but he still has a whole half of baseball left to make up for that ground. And finally, you have the Arizona Diamondbacks. Zach Davies has been sent to the 15-day IL. And then Dallas Keuchel is taking his place right now in the rotation. Coming up, remember Dallas Keuchel was DFA'd by the Chicago White Sox. The D-backs claimed him. And now Keuchel is an Arizona Diamondback in their rotation. So with that, we are now going to cruise the coast and uh, – uh, for the NL West as a whole, let's take a look at the division at this time. The LA Dodgers are in first place. They have a three-and-a-half game lead over the San Diego Padres, who are in second. Then the San Francisco Giants, seven-and-a-half games back. They are 40-35 and 35 in third place, still in striking distance for the postseason. And then you have the Arizona Diamondbacks and Colorado Rockies in fourth and fifth place, respectfully. And uh, the Diamondbacks, 13-and-a-half games back. They still are not out of the wild card if you will, but they have definitely lost some ground from where they were a couple weeks ago, and the Rockies have just really struggled up until their series with the LA Dodgers. We will get into that in just a moment. The Dodgers 7-3 and three in their last 10 games. The Padres 4-6 and six in their last 10. Giants 3-7. and seven. Diamondbacks 4-6. and six. The Rockies 3-7 and seven as well. You, you saw the NL West initially being one of these dominant divisions. It seemed like it was the best in baseball, and it seems like all of a sudden it's starting to come back to reality a little bit. You have the Dodgers at 
at a 632 win percentage. Then the Padres at 582. And then all of a sudden the drop off is there. You have the Giants at 533, still over 500, but nothing to really bat an eye at and freak out about at this time. It's a borderline playoff team at the moment. Diamondbacks at 455. You have the Rockies at 429. So looking at the schedules, let's take a look at the first place LA Dodgers, first of all, where they came from and where they're headed to. The Dodgers coming off a really weird stretch of baseball. They first of all swept the Reds for three games on the road. They remained on the road and they took two of three from the Atlanta Braves in that emotional Freddie Freeman series. And then they go to Colorado and they lose two of three. That was something I don't think anybody really saw coming. So at the day of recording, they have actually taken two games against the Padres at home they have two more against the Padres coming up and then they have the Rockies again that's a really interesting series just because the Rockies had their number in Colorado Dodgers will have three at home against the Rockies then they will have four at home against the Chicago Cubs and that's before going on the road to St. Louis then they head to the Angels and then they head back home for the all-star game hosting the all-star game and uh, that's going to be a very exciting time having the home run derby there as well and the MLB draft on top of that so the Dodgers have kind of an interesting schedule I think I will circle the Rockies games those three games at home are going to be crucial they need to win those games Uh, team that obviously for whatever reason the Dodgers can't quite figure out for the San Diego Padres I had mentioned that the Dodgers and the Padres currently in a series at the moment they have dropped two of four in that one prior to the series though they faced the Arizona Diamondbacks they swept the Diamondbacks at home then they faced the Phillies and they dropped three of four from Philadelphia at home then they faced the Diamondbacks on the road and they split that a two-game stretch so one and one in that series now 0-2 against the LA Dodgers at home uh, on the road and now they have two more against the Dodgers before facing the Mariners at home for two games they have the Giants for a huge four-game stretch at home that is a big one to circle that runs from July the 7th through the 10th that's going to be a huge crucial situation within the NL West before going on the road to Colorado for four and then they have the Diamondbacks at home for three games before going to the all-star game like I mentioned I think that Giants series is going to be incredibly crucial we will head to the San Francisco Giants who they are coming off a series with the Detroit Tigers they faced the Tigers and they had a chance to at least sweep the series they did not do that and said they split a quick two-game stretch they go one and one at home now they find themselves currently facing the Chicago White Sox they are 0-1 in that series they have two more with them as well before that Tiger series though the Giants with an interesting stretch and what I mean by interesting is this you you just go over the the names the teams it all started on the 13th of June they took two of three from the Royals at home then they went on the road to Pittsburgh they take two of three from the Pirates they have four games with the Atlanta Braves they dropped three of four on the road in Atlanta and then they dropped two of three from the Reds before that split with the Tigers so there's been a bit of inconsistent baseball if you will from San Francisco across the board part of the reason why you're seeing them only five games over 500 as I mentioned they have the White Sox for two more games before going on the road to Arizona for three that big Padres series to circle for four on the road they have Arizona back at home for three and then they close out the first half of the season and rather another tough series four games at home against the Milwaukee Brewers that's a potential playoff matchup if you ask me before the all-star break those are two series actually right there the Padres for four on the road and the Brewers at home for four that you need to circle for the Giants quite a few crucial games for them leading into the all-star break then you have the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Diamondbacks have just been all over the place 
with over the last month or so. So they face the Padres from the 20th to the 22nd. They get swept by them in three games on the road. They face the Tigers. They drop two of three at home against Detroit. Then they face the Padres again, and they split two games before now heading to Colorado. They win a game on the road initially at Coors Field, something the Dodgers had a hard time doing. They have two more on the road in Colorado. They head back home to face the Giants for three. They have a big series against the Rockies at home for four games. They'll head back to San Francisco for three, and then they'll close out the first half against the Padres for three on the road. And finally, you have the Colorado Rockies. The Rockies, of course, coming off a pretty huge victory victory in a series against the LA Dodgers. But before that, you date back to the 14th of June. They faced the Guardians. They got swept by the Guardians at home in three. Then they swept the Padres at home in three. They go on the road to Miami. They get swept in three by the Marlins. And then they drop two of three from the Twins on the road before taking a series against the best team in the National League in two games of three. And they're staying at home, taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks. And they have lost their first one against the Diamondbacks nine to three heading into the weekend. They have two more games at uh, home against the Diamondbacks. They will head on the road to the Dodgers where they're at least got some emotional ties. They've defeated the Dodgers successfully. They're going to try and do that again. That's a series to circle for the Diamondbacks. That's a series to circle for the Rockies. And then they have the Diamondbacks on the road for four. They have the Padres at home for four and they finish before the all-star break at home against the Pittsburgh Pirates. A lot of action going on around the NL West. I will say this, as of right now, you, you look at the Cy Young candidacy, it's going to come down to either Joe Musgrove or Tony Gonsolin. We're going to debate that next week here on the show. Who is the Cy Young and also who should be starting the all-star game? Until then, though, that is it. We have merged now onto our freeway exit. That'll do it for the State of the NL West podcast show for Saturday, July the second on behalf of just baseball i'm dusty baker join us again here next week as we break down the happenings surrounding the best coast